today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. So you can get to the place to where you too can say, I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I see. None of these things move me. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. Hallelujah. As you know, Satan loves to put you on trial. He wants to make a public spectacle out of you. He wants to see whether or not you really believe what you say you believe. You know, a lot of people believe this faith stuff until pressure comes. Until they're about to lose everything. Until their body shuts down. Amen. Is that the only time you believe it is when everything is going well? No, you better believe it when all hell breaks loose. Can you say amen? So once again, Jesus warned us in Mark chapter 4, verse 14 and 15, says the sower soweth the word. And when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. This is exactly what the writer of the book of Hebrews, which I think is probably the apostle Paul, that's what he's referring to here. When he said, after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Now, don't think it's strange when you leave this convention at the end of this week that you may come under attack before you even get back home or after you get home. Well, I just came out of a believer's convention. I was higher than a Georgia pine tree. What is all of this about? Well, Jesus said Satan comes immediately. Amen. It's to his advantage to come immediately, hoping that it hasn't taken root yet. But you know that that's what's likely to happen. So you're at an advantage. You know that it's Satan trying to steal the word. Well, the answer to that is don't let him. (laughs) You heard that story one time where the guy went to the doctor. He said, doc, every time I raise my arm like this, it hurts so bad. The doctor said, well, don't do that. Amen. Well, if you know Satan is coming to steal the word because Jesus said he would, then don't let him have it. You're at an advantage. Can you say amen? Amen. Now, the apostle Paul tells the believers in Thessalonica in 1 Thessalonians 1, 6, you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction. Notice, they received the word in much affliction, but it doesn't stop there. With joy of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Notice, they received the word and affliction came, 
but also joy came from the Holy Ghost. You need to learn how to be joyful. Amen. You know, if you wake up one day and a 747 crashes on top of your house and you say, that really got my joy. It's not those super things like that. It's in the little things. It's the little foxes that spoil the vines. Amen. Like you walk out of here today and you get ready to go back home and you got a flat tire. Oh man, why is this always happening to me? Wait a minute. Satan's trying to get you joy. Oh, you come back tonight and somebody got your favorite seat. (laughs) Or you get ready to come back tonight and you can't get your hair to do right. My wife has got the solution to that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) How many of you have ever, you know, got up one morning and singing and praising God? Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You're trying to get that hair to lay down and just... (laughs) Stupid hair. (laughs) And you're the pastor of the church on your way to church. Don't let it get you joy. It's like, uh, I remember John Osteen. I love John Osteen. He was one funny guy. And he said uh, one time, uh, he and Dodie got into a little bit of an argument. And so she just said, I'm not talking to you for the rest of the day. And John said, she gave me the silent treatment. And he said, but I needed to ask her something real important. And I walked all over the house trying to find Dodie, and I couldn't find her. And I walked all over the house, and I still couldn't find her. And I needed to ask her something real important. And he said, and finally, I come out of our bedroom. I thought, well, where is she? So I went back in the bedroom and she was standing, hiding behind the door. <laughs> and and she, she, he said, well, I'm, I don't know where she is, but when I find her, I'm giving her the silent treatment. <laughs> and she was standing behind the door. And when he kind of went around the door, she stood up on the bed and jumped and straddled his back. <laughs> She said, John Osteen, I'm not getting off of you until you stop giving me the silent treatment. (laughs) He said a lot of times he'd get ready to go to church and, uh, uh, you know, things would happen at home and they wouldn't go in the same car. (laughs) Any other pastors ever done that? (laughs) I'm going to cast the lying devil out of you in just a minute. (laughs) My wife and I have. Gets so mad at her, you know, get, 
come in your own car. Has he ever done that to you? And then you're going to preach this powerful faith message and you mad at your wife the whole time. I'm not even going to lunch with her. See, it's not 747s crashing in on your house that gets you joy. It's these little things. Amen? Little things. And Satan knows that. So you have to, you have to protect your joy because joy is so important. Why is joy so important? Why is he after your joy? Because Nehemiah 8.10 says the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Can you say amen? amen? Strength comes from joy. I wrote this down years ago, and I want to I share it with you. You've probably heard me say it before. If you have no joy, then you have no strength. If you have no strength, then you're weak. And if you're weak, you can't resist. And if you can't resist, the devil won't flee. And if the devil doesn't flee, you don't win. Notice how that's all connected to your joy. I want to say that again. You didn't respond enough. Listen to what it says. If you have no joy, then you have no strength. If you have no strength, then you're weak. And if you're weak, then you can't resist. If you can't resist, then the devil won't flee. If the devil doesn't flee, then you don't win. So notice once again, that's all connected to your joy. And that's the reason why he is after your joy. Thank you very much for your response. Now, Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10 says this. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. If you faint in the day of adversity, it's because your strength is small. Uh, the Passion Translation says, if you faint under pressure, then it's because your strength is small. Now we know from Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, that the joy of the Lord is our strength, so strength. Strength comes from joy. Yes. So you could say it this way. If you faint in the day of adversity or if you faint under pressure, it's because your joy has been diminished. You've lost your joy. And notice how joy is connected to victory. Not just your faith, but joy is connected to to experiencing victory. So if you faint in the day of adversity, it's because you've allowed your joy to be diminished. Amen. The message translation says, if you, listen to this, now this may sting a little bit. If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. Let your neighbor say, that is not me. He's talking about it. Maybe you, not me. <laughs> if you fall to pieces in a crisis, then there wasn't much to you in the first place. 
Now, you know, the Bible tells us that Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But few people know that joy comes the same way. That's the reason joy and faith are so vital, so vital. John 15, 11, Jesus speaking. These things have I spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Notice how he connects joy coming by hearing what he says. Are you still here? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Jesus said joy comes the same way. So if your faith is weak, then what would be the solution? Get back in position to hear the word or to hear the voice of Jesus, the anointed one speaking the rhema as brother Keith has been telling us. Well, what happens if your joy has diminished? Then the same principle, get back in position to hear the word, hear the voice of Jesus, the anointed one, so that joy cometh. And notice he says that my joy might be in you and that your joy might be full. That tells me that Jesus is expecting his followers to always be full of joy. Hallelujah. Always full of joy. Praise God. But brother Jerry, that's just not possible. Then please tear that page out of your Bible. And somebody informed Jesus that's not possible. It is possible. Now, it's not going to happen to you overnight, but you can develop spiritually to the place to where you can say like the apostle Paul, none of these things move me and I will finish my course. How? With joy. I will finish my course with joy. So you can get to the place to where you too can say, I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I see. None of these things move me. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to allow the devil to steal my joy, nor am I going to cast away my faith. Can you say amen? Amen. Because once again, joy and faith are a winning combination. Now, let me say this to you. People who are full of the word are usually people who are full of faith and full of joy. People who are full of the word are usually people who are full of faith and full of joy. Amen. Is that describing you today? They don't fall to pieces when they come under attack. In fact, they respond to attacks just like James said we ought to. You remember James chapter one, verse two? My brethren, count it all joy. When? When you fall into diverse temptations and temptations can be translated as testings and trials. Is that how you respond when you are faced with tests and trials? He said, count it all joy. Count it all joy. How can you count it all joy when you're under attack? Knowing this. You got to keep reading. Knowing this, 
Amen? Knowing this. Uh, 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 the message translation says uh, that when, you, when your faith comes under attack, it, it, let me see how it says it. When your faith comes under attack, that's when it shows its true colors. Uh, that's when you show your true colors. The Passion Translation says, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience your greatest joy. I'm going to say to you, like John Osteen said one time, standing right here on this stage, after I got through preaching, he followed me. And it seemed like everything I said that day was funny. And John got up and said something he thought was funny and nobody laughed. And he said, thou laughest more for Jerry than thou laughest for me. <laughs> thou laughest more for Jesse than thou art laughing for me. That's good. <laughs> Amen. All right. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let that steal your joy. <laughs> Amen. So the first thing that Satan is usually after is your joy. And if you let him have your joy, then consequently your faith will probably follow. Don't let him get your joy. Don't let him steal your faith. The bottom line is if you let go of your joy, then more than likely you're going to let go of your faith. Instead of giving up and becoming discouraged, learn to give voice to joy. Now, go with me to Jeremiah chapter 33. My wife said, preach short today. Okay. (laughs) Jeremiah chapter 33. I always preach short. I'm only five, seven and a half. (laughs) Now, look at Jeremiah 33, 11. The voice of joy, see, joy has a voice. The voice of joy, the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, the voice of them that shall say, praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endureth forever, and of them that shall bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Notice, there's a promise for those that give voice to joy and give voice to gladness. What happens? For I will cause to return the captivity of the land as at the first saith the Lord. Notice, if you will not allow Satan to steal your joy, then he won't be able to keep your goods. God says, I will return what has been taken from you. Can you say amen? Amen. Put a big smile on your face. Look at your neighbor and say, this is the way I look when I'm full of joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you need to la- learn to laugh more. Yes. And if you're having a hard time, go look in the mirror. <laughs> it makes other people laugh. It should make you laugh. Amen. 
Laughter's good. It's like a medicine. Christians don't laugh enough. That's the reason God raised up Jesse. Hallelujah. To help us laugh more, praise God. Now, did you notice God says that he will return things when you give voice to joy? That's the point I'm endeavoring to make. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. I'll close it with Proverbs chapter 6. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, don't don't oppress, don't suppress that. Let it let it flow. Let it flow. Hallelujah. Come on, stand up. Just let the joy of the Lord. Let the joy of the Lord just take over, praise God. Amen. Did you know, did you know that the Bible says thou shalt, uh, it says in famine thou shalt laugh? If anybody's experiencing financial famine, I dare you to laugh at it. Didn't the mic go off? Did you hear me? If you're experiencing financial famine, I dare you to laugh at it, hallelujah. Don't let it get you joy. Now, how many of you know Satan is a thief? He's a thief. And Proverbs 6.31 says, if you find a thief, he shall return sevenfold. Sevenfold. That ought to bring you some joy. I said, that ought to bring you some joy. Hallelujah. God doesn't make him just repay what he took. Like Jesse said one time after he heard me preach this, what I just heard I am now too expensive for the devil to mess with. Sevenfold. How many of you'd like a sevenfold return on what the devil has stolen? Well, it's not going to happen to you walking around like this. Oh, dear God, the devil's done it again. No, it's going to happen to you when you count it all joy, praise God. You'd not allow the devil to steal your joy. Come on, I want the most joyful person in the building to demonstrate what joy is all about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Years ago, Years ago, and I'll close it with this. I love closing. This is my second close. 
I learned that from Paul. He said, finally, my brethren, and then he wrote a whole nother chapter. Okay. <laughs> Years ago, I was preaching a message on rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And I did a study on the word rejoice. And it was an interesting study. You ought to do it yourself. But one of the meanings of the word rejoice is to leap. Try it. Leap. Another, another meaning of the word rejoice is to brighten up. Come on, brighten up. Put a smile on your face. And then another meaning for the word rejoice was to spin around. Come on, try it. Spin around. So here's what you learn to do. When Satan is attacking you, learn to brighten up, leap, and spin around. Try it. Brighten up, leap, and spin around. maintain your joy in the middle of a trial? How can joy bring victory and restoration to your life? Today's special offer, the Joy and Restoration Package, contains Jerry Savelle's three-part CD series, Stability in Unstable Times. His best-selling book, If Satan Can't Steal Your Joy, He Can't Keep Your Goods, and his inspiring book, From Devastation to Restoration. In this package, Jerry teaches how joy isn't connected to circumstances, why many people become discouraged, how to stand strong against adversity, and how God restores even when things look impossible. God is capable of turning the most impossible situation into a victory. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Joy and Restoration Special Package. Stop being an open target for Satan's attacks. God has called you to be a victor, not a victim. Order now and discover the joy and restoration God has for you. Thank you so very much for joining me today on Adventures in Faith. What a joy and an honor it is to share the Word of God with you. And I trust that your faith has been inspired today. You know, in the teaching that I've been sharing with you on this broadcast today, we've been talking about how important it is for us to never, never give up. Never stop applying your faith. Never give up on God because God is the God of restoration. He will restore. And also remember this, don't ever let the devil steal your joy. Amen. Let me remind you of our very special offer today. It's the joy and restoration package. And first of all, my book on if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. This book has been printed numerous times. It's gone around the world. And I know that once you get it in your hands and you begin to read it, it's going to change your life because that's the testimony we get from thousands of people all over the world. And then my book entitled From Devastation to Restoration. This is so powerful as well. God wants you to be restored. He wants to see to it that everything Satan has stolen from you its return, and much more. And then finally, this three-CD series, Stability in Unstable Times. What a fitting message it is for today. So if you'd like to 
order these. The ordering information is on your screen or go to jerrysavale.org and uh, do it right away. Don't forget, don't delay. And I believe once you get them, it's going to be something that you're going to enjoy reading and listening to not only once, but several times. Thank you again for joining me. We'll see you again next week.